Welcome to the weekly podcast of the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. VOH Radio brings an in-depth understanding of the scriptures prophetically, rich revelation of the early church apostolic fathers, and biblical interpretation of the biggest news and political stories of our day. Take VOH Radio with you on the go. Listen on demand weekly. New programs released every Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio.com, TuneIn, and more. To partner with us, please go to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Or email us at radio at voh.church. You're listening to The Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. Blessings to our listeners out there. Uh, again, we're broadcasting from the uh, Reawakening uh, Conference here in Phoenix, Arizona. And so many of the people that we've had on, quality interviews, uh, just wonderful information. We're already getting word back from people saying, wow, I really enjoyed that. I needed to understand that. I needed to know that. But I'm here with Matt Thier, and most A lot of you remember him because, I mean, we got... Uh, uh, input from uh, the last interview we did in San Antonio. We were just, I was, you know, trying to remember it. And then uh, what city it was in. But brother, I mean, uh, that, 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 that interview that we did, so many people were touched by, you know, what you're doing in the documentary. Oh, wow. And even I've had a, some people, even pastors ask me, is he going to do anything else? Oh, wow. So, so we were actually just talking about that. You're you're yeah. trying to raise the finances yep. to to do another one, and, and exactly what what's going on there? What, what's this documentary about? Okay, so what we're doing with the with the reawakening uh, series, it's a series, and so uh-huh. essentially what we had we we were um, we had the money to do the first episode, and the first episode was released uh, November fifteenth, so uh-huh. right there, right after the San Antonio event, yep. and uh, so we re, we uh, we went ahead and we had to. To release it on our own website because there's a couple of things. I mean, we obviously know that there's censorship and things like that that are going on. And no, so, they wouldn't censor you. No, no, of course not. No, no, anybody. Yeah, exactly. No, sorry. Uh, but yeah, so we um, we got to censor CNN the other day, right? Right. We threw them out. I thought that was just the greatest thing. Right. Watching them get kicked out of here, that was amazing. I know. <laughs> Troublemakers. It's just, it's just crazy. Um, and uh, they come in here and stir the pot, and you're just like, why? Yeah. You know, and you watch them, and they're they're really they're they're baiting people to say stuff and try to catch them on camera. It's yeah. crazy. It's just like deceptive stuff. But anyway, so uh, so we created our own website at reawakeningseries.com and we released the uh, the first episode. Mm-hmm. And so we essentially created a pilot, right? Yeah. And we're like, all right, can, you know, is, is this marketable? Do people want it? And uh, we've gotten a lot of people come. Uh, we, I think we've sold uh, somewhere around 2,000 memberships to the site to, to watch the films. And mm-hmm. we really need about uh, five times that. And so to really do uh, the rest of the films. And so we, we want to create uh, episodes two, three, and four. And uh, the first episode, if anybody hasn't seen it, uh, is uh, really about uh, the history. It's about uh, uh, the church and why the church isn't getting involved and how you know we really need to stand up for liberty as Christians because, you know, the, I mean, freedom and liberty literally comes from our ethic, our Judeo-Christian oh, ethic, right? Yeah. And uh, no other philosophy on in the world celebrates the individual individual 
because Christianity and Judaism is the only one that celebrates the individual. Yeah. All of the other ones celebrate the group. And when you celebrate the group, it leads to tyranny. And when you celebrate the individual, it leads to liberty. And right. so we talk about that in this first, uh, this first um, and kind of tee it off. And then we want to go into medical tyranny. And so the second episode is being, uh, is being edited right now. Nice. Uh, but to, you know, to get through post-production and do a couple of other interviews and things like that, and to get into episode three and four, we really need the finances to get it through. So that's why you know we're pushing it out there. So it's kind of a crowdfunding site, but then when you buy a package, you're uh, you got to log in and uh, and a password just like Netflix, and so you log in and you watch the films on our site. So Matt, can you just give us a little glimpse into what Yins are wanting to do with medical tyranny? Because I just love that subject right now. <laughs> well, well, the, the interesting thing to me about medical tyranny because, well. Okay, so there's a lot of really good information out there right now, exactly. right? I mean, there's so and, many. And, and that information is coming right out of the government itself. It's you can't deny it. It's crazy. And there's, actually, there, I've seen <clears throat> that they are censoring governmental information, which is amazing. To, I just, <laughs> right? like, I, I'm like, how, how can that get right, done, right? right? Exactly. Yeah, Twitter, and Twitter's flagging it as disinformation. It's like, this is literally from the government. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, there's a lot of really great information out there right now. A lot of amazing podcasters have, you know, like have just come up through the ranks. I mean, you were interviewing like David and Stacey Whited. They're doing an amazing job. They've come up out of the last year. Uh, there is so many other people that are here at this event and then not here at this event that are, mm -hmm. you know, they're doing like, you know, four or five podcasts a day. I mean, it's just like the news cycle is just crazy right now, it right? Is. Well. So as a documentary filmmaker, I, I, you know, I don't have the luxury of, you know, keeping up with the times, right? I'm not like mm -hmm. a Project Veritas type of documentary type of, you know, expose. Yeah. What I'm doing is I'm trying to create something that's a little bit more long lasting, maybe a little bit more timeless. And so I'm looking at it from the standpoint of that, you know, tyranny is a thing. And right now it's clothing itself in medical. Yeah. Right. It was clothing itself in religious tyranny a couple of hundred years ago. Yeah. We've seen economic tyranny. Now yeah. it's putting on this, you know, kind of this wrapping of medical, but yeah. it's still tyranny. Yeah. And tyranny still functions with the same with the same rules and kind of the same like mo right sure. and so go, that's what we're trying to do is bring in some history so because I want to bring, bring bring people context because otherwise people just like look at you and our hair's on fire the world's on fire oh my god we're all going down you know and it's like. Yeah. Really, it's like, wait, hold on a second. We've beat this before. They're doing the exact same tricks as they have before. And so if we use the same things that we used to beat them back before, we can win again. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I, I, from your perspective, um, do you think in the medical industry, and I was just you know talking to uh, another doctor on this, and I asked him the same question. Do you think that this tyranny is being purposely done within the medical profession to doctors that are ignorant, or do you think it's it's half and half, 20, 30? How many doctors do you think really understand what's going on and are are more worried about losing their job than than getting, you know, doing the ethical? It's really hard to draw that kind of line, you know, yeah. because, you know, there there's probably people who... Um, 
there's probably people that are, you know, like you said, you know, just doing it because it's like, well, you know, I have to have my job and my, my mortgage and my fancy car. And well, and that, but there's a lot of things. And that's the thing that you have to take into consideration. There's so many things. Like I was talking to somebody the other day and they were like, well, I understand why the doctors are doing this is because, you know, uh, medical school debt has got them over the rail. Right. And, and, um, somebody was telling me, I can't remember who it was, but they were saying that at one point they met, um, uh, they met somebody who has one of those cash title loans, like one of those like quick loans yep. uh, t- a service. And he he said, "You wouldn't believe who my best clients are. It's doctors and lawyers. Wow! Because uh, because their medical de- their their debt is so bad, and they have to constantly buy you know borrow to to yeah. pay off and things like that, and to pay the minimum payments and everything else. And so they constantly are in this debt, and so they're really strapped over a barrel. Yeah. So that's really due to." Our, our economic system, right? Mm-hmm. But then you also have our education system, which our education system, you know, which was highly influenced by John Dewey way back in the early 1900s, mm-hmm. right? Which John Dewey has was said that, you know, basically um, something along these lines, I'm paraphrasing, but it's like, if we want a socialist society by the year 2000, we need to make things pe- like people painful to read, like basically making it hard uh, to, uh, to learn. Yeah. And so... Uh, and so when and creating a rule, creating a system of followers, right? Yeah. And so when you just create a system of followers that don't ask questions, and it's like, well, this is just the protocol that's coming down from Fauci, and yeah. that's what I'm supposed to do. And they're not really actually thinking; they're just they're just doing what they're told, yeah. and that's what they're taught in medical school. So there's just so many different facets that kind of play into this whole thing. And but you can't see all of that and not go. There has to be some sort of somebody somewhere designing something because yeah. it just seems like so coordinated. It's, it's yeah, it's too organized. Uh, we have a girl in our church that basically uh, she works as an RN in one of the major hospitals in Southern California. She came in um, wanting to repent. She was not. She's not even a Christian, mm. but basically uh, told me that the majority of the people in in the uh, ER emergency room. Uh, the high majority, over 90%, were people that have been vaccinated, mm-hmm. that are dying, that mm-hmm. are young, that are this and that. And she's not allowed to tell anybody, not even allowed to tell her family. And I'm listening to her talk, and I'm thinking to myself, how, why don't you just quit? You know, mm-hmm. but again, like you say, I'm worried about my dad. I'm worried about losing my house, and where am I going to go, and da 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 da. But, you know, it, it, there has to come a point of a moral conviction that yep. says, I can't participate in this anymore and yep. and you know more and more of those people are coming forward yep. that are saying you know that they're whist- we call them whistleblowers that are realizing that something has to be said yep oh, absolutely fighters. well yeah and I think that's the thing is that you know we've been kind of lulled and you know things have been really good you know things mm-hmm. have been really good in our country for, for a while and, and we've gotten into this rut of convenience yeah right and we're being kind of jolted out of that you know jarred out of that yeah and uh you know, like I was telling somebody, uh, you know, just a minute ago, you know, like, I mean, here at this event, right, it's amazing. Like, you go, at, you know, right over here, right? It's like a freaking Patriot Mall. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's just, and it's a, this Patriot economy. I'm just waiting for the booze to go up where they sell guns. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's extraordinary to see the, the economy that is, is starting to burgeon, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and, but what's happening is because of we've been, you know, kicked out of that rut of convenience, we're having to solve some other problems. And so, like, mm-hmm. when I was, I was using a different payment processor, for example, than you know some of the bigger names, right? Because some of these bigger names are kicking our patriot friends and brothers and sisters yeah. right off of their systems. And so I'm like, well, I don't want to support that. Exactly. So you know, the, the the payment processor that I'm using is a little clunky. But I was explaining it to somebody. I said, hey, look, we got to walk this talk. 
yeah. right? You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, if, I mean, surely if, if the Continental Army could bleed on the ground without shoes, you know, through yeah. Valley Forge, you know, because exactly. it was so cold and wet and, and they're, they're, you know, probably got frostbitten and things were falling off and everything else. I mean, surely we can deal with the inconvenience of a different payment sure. processor for a little bit. You know what I mean? We, we really need to be able to buck up and stand up and actually, you know, put ourselves in a place, like you said, and it's hard, you know, like people are being forced with like, I got to make decision on whether or not I can, I have to leave my job and I, I don't know what I'm going to do, but you know what? God favors the courageous. Like yeah. we were talking about, I think we talked about this a little bit on our last, you know, uh, meeting, you know, it was like, God favors the courageous. So you can, I can't find a single Bible story that, that doesn't involve courage. Yeah. No. Right. I mean, yeah. when you think about it, right. I mean, you got, you got Abraham I mean, it was very courageous to go and like walk around. I mean, he, he walked off somewhere. Sure. Basically, God's like, oh, yeah, you'll know the place when I get there. You know what I mean? It was like, <laughs> Walk over that he, way. he didn't know where he's going. <laughs> yeah. You know, you got Noah that stood up to it. You got Esther, you got Gideon, you got David, you got Goliath, you know, you got, you got Daniel, you got Jesus. Jesus was extraordinarily courageous. I mean, yeah. look at all of the people and, and, you know, and we have this book, we have these stories because people stood up and did the right thing yeah. against insurmountable odds. Well, th that's just our time to do that. We just have to do that. And we know, we have to know that God is with us and we have a book that proves that he's with those that are courageous. Amen. Learn on the go with the Voice of Healing video on demand platform. Stream hours of rich understanding on any platform, any device, anytime, and anywhere right at your fingertips. Your calling is great and your promise is huge. Gain access to all the broadcasts that the Voice of Healing is releasing worldwide and catch fire for this next season. Sign up today by heading to voh.church slash watch and be inspired. You know, it, it, one of the things I see in those men also, they're men of strong conviction. Mm. And one of the things I see here, many people coming forward with strong convictions, which yeah. I see as a mo one of them, you know, it's almost like the Lord sorting out and bringing new leaders in and getting rid of some of the lazy, uh, you know, uh, people that don't really want to do nothing. They're just there to get a check, right? Yep. But uh, that's one of the things I see. One of the things I see here is is people coming in, new people that have a new direction, a, a new understanding, uh, uh, dealing with getting rid of the old. Really, these men are, are, are earth changers, pioneers. And one of the th things I see about the reawakening is that it's, it's evolving into that. Mm -hmm. It's evolving into something new. I, I, I don't know if I said this to you earlier. I was looking at the statistics of CNN. Mm -hmm. right? I don't know if you say they lost 90% yep. of their viewership. Uh, MSNBC lost, I think it was 87, 86%, yep. right? And I, on the chart, basically they're saying that in the third quarter of last year, they had 800,000 viewers, <laughs> right? Wow. Like, think about that a second, right? Joe Rogan right. had uh, almost 12 million viewers. Wow. What happened, right? Now, Joe Rogan is, I mean, he's, he's not, his set's not even complicated. I think it's a GoPro. Right. Right, and, and, and a computer, and he just gets up and, and starts mic. talking. Yeah, yeah. And he's a mic, and he gets up and starts talking. Uh, when you see something like this mm -hmm. happening, how do, how do you lose 90% of your viewers mm -hmm. unless they're saying you're full of baloney? Right. We're, we're done with this, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, so, and you're seeing this, this you're see, I was listening to another guy talking about the states of Texas mm -hmm. and Florida where people leaving, leaving New York, California, yep. uh, Oregon, right? 
leaving to go to those states, these people are all turning, turning Republicans. Mm-hmm. Talking to to Bianca Garcia's. Okay. She's saying the people that coming, the, the people that even are coming in yep. across the border, yep. are saying when she, when they're explained <laughs> and explained to them, they don't want to even be Democrats, right? Because it's not part of their culture, right? Right. I mean, this has got to be the biggest stupidest. Yeah, it is. I, I, I honestly, I started. I, the Lord started telling me that something was going to start changing radically, and the voids needed to be filled. Yep. So men like yourself. Other people that are out there that are talking right now, Joe, Joe Rogan's uh, uh, filling a void. Yes. But those voids are going to, this is this is really the time for the conservatives to, to understand what's happening. Just don't sit back and hoo-ha. Mm-mm. Like you said, you got to participate. You got to get into it. You got to provide the financing for these new um, um, Christian outlets. Exactly. To start releasing content. Yep. You know, in in the in the nation, because there's going to be a vacuum that's going to open up here so big. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're. You, I don't even know how many millions of people when you start putting together MSNBC and, and CNN leaving. Yeah, you're in a ton of people. Oh yeah, and those people are going somewhere to get their news. Oh yeah, totally. They're going somewhere to get their news. They're going going somewhere to get their story. They're going somewhere going somewhere to get their entertainment. Mm-hmm. You know, because <clears throat> these, you know, like I, because I mean, you're more in the news space. You know, the podcasters that we talk to uh, that were there here at the event, they're much more in the news space. I'm more in the, you know, like the, the entertainment kind of media space. Even though I'm in kind of in documentaries, I always approach the documentary from like a story standpoint. Uh-huh. And I've seen for years, I mean, I was, I was teaching classes, you know, 10, 12 years ago and uh, teaching Christians, you know, yeah. like, hey, how to reach the, you know, the broadest possible audience. And I was telling them at that point, I'm like, get ready. I said, because in about 10 years, we're going to see a shift in storytelling where Amen. it's gotten so bad because you didn't have to really, you didn't have to really do a lot of work to see it because you could see the agendas forming. You could yeah. see the fact that Hollywood was just so focused on spectacle and shocking you into paying attention. They're not really telling you stories. Yep. And when you're shocking to pay attention, you ultimately have to just keep doing something's even more gross or more, you know, yep. explicit or whatever, just to keep people, you know, keep people's attentions. And yep. it just ultimately leads to the degradation of society, right? Yep. And so I said, you know, as Christians, you know, we have, if you look at like, I love, I love mere Christianity, the first chapter of mere Christianity. Mm-hmm. And it talks about the universal law and he talks about how it really doesn't matter where you go in the world, right? You can't mm-hmm. just go and step in line, right? Yeah. And then, and, and cut in line, right? Without somebody going, Hey, you know, what's going on, right? Yeah. And they go, hey, what's going on? And they call you to this to account to this unspoken rule. But then you turn around and you say, oh, well, this is my wife. And she yeah. was holding my place in line. So you have this exchange. And you don't really realize how fascinating that is, that there's like this law of human decency that's just written on the hearts of men, right? And I call Amen. it like eternity written on the hearts of men. Well, Christians, instead of trying to hit people over the head with, uh, with the Bible and trying to get everybody saved, right, which is yeah. a noble, noble quest, but it's not what storytelling is for from the standpoint of like entertainment, like a movie. Mm-hmm. You gotta like actually know how to entertain and tell a story. And so and and so I told Christians at that point, I'm like, I'm like, there's gonna be a void coming up because you got these people eventually, like people are gonna get tired of this spectacle over here. They're gonna get yeah. tired of the agenda and they're gonna turn to us 
and we have to be ready. And yeah. what's really cool is that Glenn Beck actually just recently was talking about this on his show, and he was talking about how he has hope because he sees that shift happening now. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I was very skeptical of Glenn Beck. I, I actually I used to like him, then I didn't like him. Oh no, I did too. And, yeah. then, <laughs> and then I seen him starting to change himself. Yep. Right. I mean, there's people on our side that have to change. Oh, right? Absolutely. And so, uh, but as I've watched that happening, I, I know, he was a never Trumper. Yep. And that, and he just interviewed him the other day, and I thought it was an incredible interview. Um, I was you, a never Trumper too. Yeah. <laughs> so so mad. I mean, obviously, as you see shifts happening yeah. with with reawakening, and, yep. and, and you see these people that are coming in now that are fighting this fight. How do you? How do you tell that story? I mean, that's got to yeah. be a hard. It's very you know, hard. From, from the very beginning till now, there's been so much shifting that really it's taken on a different form than when you first started. How how do you get that message out that hey, this is transcending. Mm -hmm. This is going to something else. I don't know what it's going to look like, but it's going to change this country forever. Well, you know, I it's a lot of prayer, honestly. Amen. Like, I mean, I can't tell you the amount of just praying and seeking God and asking him and praying and communion and, you know, just going like, all right, Lord, where is this story going? Because, you know, the, the, the interesting thing about this documentary is that I didn't really have a lot of control over who I could interview. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I would set up and all of a sudden Clay would be like, oh, here, you know, go. And all of a sudden I'm like, I've got, I don't know who this person is. And I kind of like, kind of know who they are. And I know a lot of people and I just got to start having conversations with them. And so yeah. I was just like, all right, Holy Spirit, well, you're just going to lead me yeah. to have these conversations with these people. We're going to film it. And at some point we're going to cut it up and we're going to make something that makes sense. Exactly. And so, and so uh, it's been a lot of prayer. But um, I think one of the other things too is that I decided very early on, you know, that, you know, w w this is a fluid thing. This is a fluid conversation. And so, you know, like I was saying, you know, not chasing the new shiny bright object, but staying focused on, you know, where, okay, so the reawakening, I think that's really interesting to me about that word is that people, people came to me and they're like, well, we, you know, when were we awake? We were, you know, we weren't awake. You know, people have been asleep for a long time. And I'm like, okay, yeah, look at this. I mean, we, we were awake back in the 1700s. Like we started waking up to tyranny yeah. and we stood up to it. And that was like what we're reawakening to. Sure. And so... You know, kind of like the, the, the whole idea with this series to me is we have to get back to the foundations. We have to get back to the bedrock. And that yeah. bedrock is the principles that come from our book, from yeah. our God, right? And if we can start there and then move forward and kind of show people, because what I'm trying to do is give somebody context. I want somebody that wakes up, you know, like they just woke up and they watch this film sure. and they're like, Oh, I, I kind of feel like I've, I've, I've got some grounding. I've got some context. Yeah. I'm not just, you know, I'm not just talking about the conference. I'm not just talking about like any of the drama or anything like that that's been going on or anything like that. Yeah. It's like all I'm doing is saying like, okay, here's here's America and then the world. And I really feel like what we're seeing in America right now is we're, we're seeing, I, I believe what we're watching is literally the next advancement of freedom. Yeah. Because in America, we had three million people in the, during the seven, during the, the Revolutionary War. Right, yeah. a million people were on the you know the Continental side. A million people yeah. were Tories, Scary. and then yeah. a million people really didn't know what was going on. Yeah. And and right now, what we're seeing is like look at what's going on in Australia. Look at what's going on over here, and you know in in Austria and Italy and France and all of the you know I mean yeah. pick your country. Right, there's tyranny sure. everywhere, and. 
it's really important for America to go through this whole thing under the rule of law. Yeah. Because we need to show the world and ourselves that our system of government at its root and at its foundation can actually beat back tyranny. Amen. Because if we can beat back tyranny with this and we can actually get back to God, then what Amen. we're going to see is we're going to see an explosion of liberty and freedom and a revival across this world that we've never seen before. And literally the glory of God is going to spread across the earth. You, you know, honestly, I've, I've been, so many people were distressed when when Trump didn't win. Yeah. I, I believe he done, did win. I believe he got the so no, I actually, there's win. no, there's no doubt in my yeah. mind, but but I think it needed to happen because what it has done, I've noticed it's driven people to the Lord, it's driven people to yep. their knees, prayer, and it has made us get serious about yep. our belief systems and quit yep. and quit floating around and and starting questioning our morality, those different things. Yep. It, we're really in in a purge, I believe, of some of the gross stuff that we've been dealing with. That now it's like this stuff has to be dealt with. It, yep. it, it, we can't keep playing with it. Uh, we need, you know, we, we talk about revival, but revival is going to happen until there's repentance, and repentance doesn't happen until there's prayer. So all those things are falling into place right now. Yep. And and I think Matt that we are we're getting ready ourselves to turn that corner. Oh, absolutely. No, I I, I can feel it, and I, I agree with you. I think the best thing that Trump did was step off the stage and say. Here's the stage. What are you going to do with it? And and we had to fill that yeah. void. You know what I mean? Yeah. We had to we had to step up, and and that's what needed to happen because the first three words of the document is "We the people." Amen. Right? Yeah. It's like and it's about us, and that's, that's what's right. so amazing. You know, like people go like, "Oh, God's judging America." You know what? You know, I don't really believe that mm. because I believe that America actually has made the right decision. It's just that we were we were cheated out of something, sure. right? And God's not going to hold a the, the, that result over our heads. Yeah, you know, no, I believe that God. I believe that God honors that, and God saw that we actually chose the right thing and we chose the right path forward. Mm-hmm. But now we're just in the process, and God's hand of protection is over us. I think because look at what they haven't been able to do. If this mm. is if this is. <laughs> It's a, if this is a puppet government, it's the worst puppet government that's ever existed on the face of yeah, the planet. They haven't sure. gotten anything done. You right? know, it, and that's you're right there. That's a scary thing when you think that they have both the House, the Senate, and the White House, right? Right. And they can't get anything done. And it's like these people are so egocentric that, that they and can't even work amongst themselves, you know. And and uh, it's amazing to sit there and watch it. And I'm I'm like, dang. And I think we're watching a miracle of God. I really do. I believe yeah. that we're watching. I mean, like you said. You know, prayers are going forward. I've never seen this many people praying, right? Yeah. I've never seen this many people quoting, uh, you know, uh, Ephesians six ten. You know, yep. put on the whole armor of God, right? I've never seen this many people pushing into like, yeah, no, I believe in God. Yeah, I believe in Jesus. Like, you can actually talk about God and Jesus in a way that I've never seen before, yeah. right? And you're just like acknowledging, it. and people are like, yeah, that's cool. I want to know more. Like, they're literally there's this hunger and this thirst after righteousness that's happening because people are staring down this wickedness and this unrighteousness and they're going like yeah I don't want that I gotta literally repent and go the other direction because if if I'm going that direction that's scary well I'm seeing it everywhere since we moved to Houston I mean I get waitresses asking me uh, where the church is at people that are hungry for everywhere even here I've had so many people just walk up and ask for prayer and, yeah. and different things. It's a beautiful thing to watch, but I think we're just we're just scratching the surface about what's getting ready to happen, Matt. I really believe, uh, uh, you know, there, there's certain people that history, when it looks back on, uh, 
the light shines good on those people. Mm-hmm. And I really believe you're one of those people that the history is going to look back and people are going to look at what you've done and, and your sacrifices and the things you to put this all together. Uh, your documentary, The Trump I Know, yep. a, a beautiful, beautiful, you know, it, it, it just... I've talked to so many people that have personally knew the president and been around the president. Uh, uh, Ho, uh, what's his first yeah, Gene, name? Gene, Gene Ho. Mm-hmm. Gene, just talking to him and, and how he was won over. Um, the, the narrative that they've tried to push is falling apart at this point. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, I, 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 don't, I don't think they have a, a chance coming up here. Uh, what's getting ready to happen because now I think you, you woke up you woke up a people that are asking their God to intervene yep. wholeheartedly so no I agree I think and that's the thing that that that, that um, a lot of people don't understand is that it's not about necessarily always the answers it's about the questions and then, and I think that we as Christians have a long time you know we just want we all we're providing the answer we're providing the answer and and actually we need to be a lot we need to be a lot more comfortable with spreading seeds than we are with picking fruit and uh, because we always want to be there to pick the fruit yeah. but really God works with the seeds because when those questions like you just take somebody who's just, you know, they're just living their life, right? They're just, you know, bopping along, yeah. right? They're going to the mall. They're, you know, they're, they're going to their job. Everything's good. They're taking their kids to soccer, you know, blah, sure. blah, blah, all this other stuff, right? And then all of a sudden it's like, all of a sudden, and they've never questioned whether or not like their, their medical practice, you know, their medical practice is really actually for them, right? Yeah. They've never questioned whether or not their government is going to, you know, it really has their best interest at heart. They've never just questioned any of it, nice. right? Yeah. But then all of a sudden it's like that one little question, that one little question is like a pebble in a shoe. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It just like kind of goes in there and it's like, you don't even know the answer of it, but it's just a question. Well, that's where the whole, it's me, that's where the Holy Spirit works, right? Yeah. Holy Spirit lands revelation on the pad of a question, right? It, it's like, you can't, he can't land, he can't yeah. land unless there's a landing pad. Exactly. Right? And so unless you're asking the question, like I could be sitting there and going like, you know, I could be yelling 42, 42, 42, 42, right? And you're just going to be like, what is this idiot talking about, right? Yeah. But if you're asking the question, well, what's six times seven? Or what's, you know, according to, you know, like a, a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, what's the meaning of life, the universe, and everything? Well, it's 42. It's like, yeah. well, if you're not asking the question, sure. right? It doesn't matter whether or not I give you the answer, yeah. right? And so now we have all of these people that are asking questions. Yeah. And it's awesome. Amen. I mean, I've been doing, I, I've been around, my dad is an old patriot from way on back, you yeah. know, so like I was homeschooled, I was, I was homeschooled, they pulled us out of homeschool, my dad's a gold bug, you know, all of this stuff, right? So I've been around this stuff for a long time. And yeah. so when I meet people, you know, basically I had to call them baby patriots, right? You know, they, they're like, well, I woke up, I woke up, you know, at the election, I was like, what the heck's going on? You know, and they're asking me all these questions. They're just like wide-eyed and I'm just standing there and I'm like, you know what? The fact that you're asking these questions actually gives me a lot of, a, a lot of faith because, because 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, 10 years ago, we weren't having these conversations. We weren't talking about these conversations, but the fact that we have all of these people asking these questions now, right? Yep. It's like, it's like, no, that make, actually gives me hope yep. because I've never seen this many people engaged. Amen, brother. Well, Matt, how can, uh, how can people get in contact with you, your organization to get, get in, uh, to watch these films you guys are yeah. doing? So if you go to reawakeningseries.com, you can watch the first episode today. 
You can literally just buy a package. You get a code sent to you in an email. You log it in, and you can just watch it tonight after you get done watching this program. You can you can go in there and uh, and and watch it, and it's it's great. Mickey Willis actually he uh, he gave me a great compliment. Uh, I sent it to him, and he watched it. And he said, "This is uh, one of the most profound and powerful pieces of filmmaking I've seen in a long time." Nice. And I was like, "Wow, can I quote you on that?" And he said, "Absolutely." <laughs> so. Um, so anyway, but so yeah, today you can go and get that uh, at reawakeningseries.com. The cool thing is, is that uh, the executive producers of The Trump I Know, which are friends of ours, gave us permission to uh, to give away for free a digital copy of The Trump I Know. So you actually get also The oh, Trump I Know nice. in addition to watching uh, episode one of the Reawakening series. And every single dollar that comes in goes to helping us uh, do episodes two, three, and four. And... You know, I'm a filmmaker, right? And yeah. so we make movies to make money so we can make more movies. I mean, that's just the way it goes. And so anything that comes in is always gonna uh, is always new. gonna go back out and do something I... new. Uh, people can follow us on Telegram. Uh, they can follow us on Clout Hub at Reawakening Series. It's at Reawakening Series. And then uh, my uh, my company's name is Spiro Pictures, and that's a Spiro with an E S P E R O Pictures dot com. And nice. so people can check out some of our previous work and things like that. And uh, yeah, so I just really appreciate having you having me on. Yeah, for all those listeners out there, again, this is Matt Thayer, and and get in contact with him. Uh, it's so important that we encourage these men of God and and these people that are standing out on the forefront. Uh, they're the ones that are really uh, letting the world know really what is happening, and not through a, a tilted lens. Um, people are their eyes are being opened and. And we need to be those people that step out and we help them. You know, so many things that we've done in Australia and, and waking people up and, and preventing them from making a huge mistake. Matt, it's been a pleasure, brother. Always is a pleasure to talk to you. Dude, I can't wait to do it again. Amen. <laughs> again, Matt Thayer, this is Voice of Healing. Bless you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, partner with us by heading to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Your financial gift helps the Voice of Healing Radio bring revelation to God's kingdom and to the nations. Have a testimony or prayer request? Call us at 1-877-440-3737. That's 1-877-440-3737. Or send us an email at radio at voh.church. And don't forget to add VOH Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for your current updates. This is the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petrone.